This is a Soulfire production. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about scarcity mindset. You know, one of my favorite topics when I think about how could I simplify manifestation in terms of living in a high frequency. The simplest way to do this is what if you filtered every decision in your life through the lens of, is this coming from abundance or scarcity? Is this coming from love or fear? And if you use that question to guide every decision that you're making, your entire life will change. I mean, first of all, it will bring so much awareness to the subconscious thought processes we have, right? Where we're realizing, oh, I was about to make that decision from a place of fear and starting to realize all of the places that we still do decide to move forward or think from a place of fear or scarcity. So even just that awareness is so valuable in recognizing where we can still shift more into abundance and love. But then also if you actually start to decide differently and you decide to choose from love, from abundance, you're going to notice your entire life shifts because the foundational frequency, as I talk about in my book, Manifestation Mastery, the foundational frequency is abundance and is love. And you want to make sure that the foundational frequency of what you are creating is rooted in the frequency you want to be in when it's created. Again, you can check out my book (laughs) if you want to dive deeper into that concept foundational frequency. I also have a YouTube video about it. But what I have been noticing a lot recently is a lot of scarcity mindset coming up in sneaky ways. You know, and I think it's it's a it can be a process to realize all of the places where that's showing up because it's so deeply embedded in our subconscious and shows up differently for different people. And so I just think it's really valuable to start to unpack that. And I wanted to share a couple of the ways I see this popping up that are a little sneakier for a lot of entrepreneurs, because I've seen some common themes with a lot of people I am talking to recently. And how this often manifests is people struggling to to build the business for revenue to increase, struggling to attract clients or customers, or feeling personally quite low frequency. So it might look like maybe things look like they're going well with the business, but inside you're feeling really out of alignment or you're feeling some of that imposter syndrome or it's not feeling totally high frequency in it, which how we feel in it is actually what matters, right? So some sneaky places that scarcity mindset comes up. These are the big ones that that I've been seeing not giving people shout outs or referring to people who inspired you or taught you something. This can turn into, you know, wanting to pretend like you came up with an idea on your own, not wanting to share where you got something from. And here's the thing. A lot of us talk about the same stuff, right? (laughs) In like different ways. And it's not like anybody owns, owns like one topic, right? But there's this piece of energetic equilibrium, reciprocity, where it's like, hey, if I had a really life-changing conversation with somebody, or I read this book that really 
stood out to me, or there was a quote, like, why would I not say, Hey, I was reading this person's post and this is a person's name, like just giving them the shout out, right? The same way that you would want that for your own business. And I think also why this is important. Another angle of this, I'm going to get back to just the energetics, but you know, a lot of people think that entrepreneurs build it all themselves. And the truth is that people who are really successful in terms of like they feel happy and good in their business that, that they've built, they have a team, right? They have they have a team of people who are supporting them logistically within the business, playing different roles. They also have a, a personal team, people who help them take care of their mind, body, and soul. And so I always think about like, what's the example I want to set? And I never want anybody to think that I do everything myself because I don't. And that's why, you know, I'm very open about, yeah, I have multiple mentors and I have my team and you know, people who help me in all these different areas. And so whenever I have an insight connected to one of my coaches or mentors, I'm going to like bring that forward so people understand I have that support. And it's it's really important for me to have somebody to check my blind spots. And especially in the entrepreneurship space, so many people don't realize that a lot of these really high level entrepreneurs have, they have whole teams, they have astrologers, they have human design experts, they have spiritual advisors, they have intuitives, they have their acupuncturist and their chiropractor, they have their trainer, they have the nutritionist, they have their personal assistant, you know, whoever it is, but it it takes a village. And I've noticed that what comes up often, because people, you know, clients will come to me and be like, I don't know why this isn't growing. And one of the common themes that comes up is like, you're not like sharing the energy and and other people aren't sharing your business because you're not sharing theirs. And this is very similar to not wanting to invest in things. So if you are not willing to invest in yourself and your own personal development, your own personal growth, then notice how the energy is not coming back to you. Noticing what you place value on, right? And, and then what you're asking other people to place value on in terms of your own services or products. If I think about energetically circulating money, it's super important that I am you know, investing in myself, but then also investing in other businesses and companies that I really believe in. And and when I see somebody doing good work in the world, I want to make sure I'm sending energy, resources, support, whatever their direction. I am so excited to announce that my new book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe is officially available for purchase right now. This book is a really comprehensive guide to manifestation and how the energetics of attraction really work. It is the perfect resource if you are ready to really learn how to raise your frequency, become truly magnetic, and make manifestation your lifestyle. If you really want to understand how manifestation works, I highly recommend checking out this book. The book is a completely channeled text and is super activating. So only get your hands on it if you are ready to truly shift your life. As always, I am so grateful for all of your support during this launch. The way that this community has supported me, it truly, truly means the world. And I really couldn't have done this without you. So thank you so much for that. And as an extra thank you for anybody who leaves a review for the book on Amazon, you can submit that at manifestationmasterybook.com and get a free bonus chapter that goes along with the book that no one else has access to. So if you want to be one of the first people to get your hands on this book, Manifestation Mastery, and if you want that free bonus chapter, just head to manifestationmasterybook.com and you can find all of the information there. You can head 
head straight to Amazon to find the book as well. When you get it, be sure to tag me on social media at Christina the channel so that I can see that you're reading it. I can see which parts you are loving and I can repost you and say thank you so much for supporting me with this book. And if it does resonate with you, tell everybody you know. Let's spread the love. Let's spread the high vibes all of the manifestation magic. That is my goal with this book. So again, all information you can find at manifestationmasterybook.com. And I can't wait for you to get your hands on this. I mean, I think this is a really interesting thing on social media, right? How many people will read a post and not just double tap and, and like it, right? And it's just funny for me. I mean, I don't really, I don't take personal offense to it or anything, but very often people will reach out to me and they'll be like, oh my gosh, that thing you posted it really hit me in this way and they'll share this whole thing. And then I noticed, I'm like, you didn't even, you didn't like her comment. Right. And that actually does mean a lot. And so I always try, I don't really consume that much, but when I do, I try and just, you know, like, and like leave some quick comments, just make sure that I am, you know, putting positive energy, putting some good energy in that direction so that I am more open to receiving that myself. And so what I would think about is like where you're being stingy uh, with, with your energy, with your support. I think this is a really simple way and this is one of the free ways, right? To really put energy out there. I think, you know, investing money, recirculating money is a really important, beautiful way to show the universe. I know how to direct money. I'm not going to, you know, take it and hoard it and not do anything with it because energy wants to move. And so energy flows more easily to people who, who move money. If you just keep your money in the bank and don't do anything with it, you don't recirculate it. Money probably isn't going to want to keep coming your way. <laughs> so it's about, you know, really shifting that energy and keeping it moving and flowing and redistributing it in a way that feels of highest alignment and service for you. And so there's a really powerful energetic to that. I know for me, every time I really want to make a big up level in terms of money expansion, I always make a huge investment and that catapults me forward to my next level because I'm like, look, if I'm going to put, you know, this much money in this direction, I'm circulating that out and setting the intention to receive it back tenfold. And I get a huge upgrade in my energetic capacity to hold money, right? So sometimes that's in myself personally, sometimes that's in my business, sometimes that is, you know, in actual investments or my house was a huge one. So it just depends, but really circulating that that money, that energy, and really being intentional with these moves that you're making, right? If if you're like, you know, I really want to receive more energy, more money, well, how am I showing the universe that I can be responsible with that and that I do circulate money and I redistribute. And, you know, I always talk about, especially in abundance accelerator, if you haven't already taken that course, I, I really believe that this, <laughs> that that course is something everybody needs. If you just go to my website, christinathechannel.com slash courses, you can find abundance accelerator there. It is life-changing. It will completely shift your relationship with money, with love, with your body. And it's really getting to the root of scarcity mindset, helping you shift into abundance. And that is really like, that course is manifestation <laughs> because it's shifting your vibration so much. So I, I want everybody to have that course. Anyway, it's starting to relate to money differently where we have all these stories and projections around money, but can we start to peel those back and just realize it is a form of energy exchange? And if I want you know to receive more, am I showing that I can circulate it and shift it? But also another way we can put energy out there, right? Just putting some energy out there to pick up some more and receive it back is through that free support, right? So leaving comments on someone's post, uh, you know, liking things, sharing things. Every time you share something, that is a really powerful energetic exchange. I mean, you can take 
the extra minute to to leave the iTunes rating and review, right? Whether that's for me or for somebody else, doesn't matter. Any anybody who whose work really supports you and think about like how many people have really transformed your life and have you ever left a comment? Have you ever left a rating and review? Because that is gratitude, right? Think about how it feels for you. Let's say you have a friend who really appreciates you and just really loves your energy and appreciates your reflections and your friendship. It's one thing to just kind of know that, but imagine how it feels for you when that person says, hey, I just want you to know how much I really appreciate and value you. Like, I just really wanted to make sure you knew that. And I love you so much. And I just really appreciate you. When that person takes that extra 20 seconds to randomly tell you that, how does that make you feel? It makes you feel so good receiving that energy. And you know how else you can feel that good is when you give that same energy back out. Like when I give somebody a compliment, when I show support for somebody, I'm getting that that same feeling of love and expansion and abundance and gratitude in my body, right? I'm feeling that frequency the same way as when I receive it. And because I'm feeling that vibration in my body, what I am is what I attract more of. But as an entrepreneur, we really have to notice where am I making decisions or showing up in a way that is more aligned with there's not enough to go around or I'm worried if I if I share this that somebody's going to go purchase from them and not me where am I taking a course or listening to something and literally just directly using that person's information pretending like it's my own right all of those threads of inauthenticity that happens all the time versus like okay if you listen to something that super inspires you and you want to make your own content around it great just be like yo I was listening to this incredible podcast, reading this incredible thing from this person. And they were talking about this and that so resonates with me because of X, Y, Z. And then it got me thinking about this. It's like, that is authentic. And that is also putting that energy out there for other people to, to want to share your stuff as well. And I think about it as like, how can I show more love? How can I show more support? How can I show more appreciation? Knowing that I put that energy out there and I also receive that back and it feels really good to, to give that. We also want to look at as entrepreneurs, where are we making decisions, assuming that we're going to have problems in the future, we're going to have limitations. So a really common one is deciding not to move forward with something or invest in something because you're assuming you won't have the funds or the resources in the future. In making that decision from that place, you're already deciding that things won't change or expand versus let's say there's something that I really want to invest in or say yes to for for the business related to the business. Maybe it's a new hire, maybe it's an office. You know, maybe it's adding a product to the line or whatever it is. If you're saying no to it because, you know, you don't have the revenue right now, well, now you're deciding that in the future, you're also going to be in that space versus if I'm choosing from abundance and knowing that if it's meant to be, if it really is in highest alignment, you'll be provided for when you, when you decide from that space, the money comes in and it's such a backwards way of thinking. I was talking about this in the membership recently. Like I was thinking about how I think about money so opposite most people. And most people are like, well, I'm not going to invest in this because I don't have the money. And I'm like, well, the way I get the money is I invest in it. But just noticing where you are deciding from a space of, oh, I'm already choosing that I'm not going to be there in five months and six months in a year. And what would it look like if you've decided to anchor into the timeline of, yeah, that's where we're going to be at. Even if we're not there right now, I'm choosing that timeline. And so therefore, I know I will have this income, this revenue, this platform, whatever it is to do X, Y, Z. And even just in decisions to put yourself out there, right? Where are you saying, 
oh, I'm not going to do a podcast because no one's going to listen, or I'm not going to do X, Y, Z because it's too hard to grow. It's too saturated. You're already deciding. You're already saying no to yourself. Remember that people will say yes to you and your business. The universe will say yes to you and your business when you say yes to you and your business. And think about how is it that you want other people to interact with you and your work and your content and your offers? And do you interact the same way? Are you a living example of your ideal client or customer or supporter? The other sneaky way, again, top two for sure are not showing support for other people, not wanting to give other people shout outs or sharing where they got things from or who helped them with XYZ breakthrough. That's number one. And then, you know, not showing support in other ways, taking other people's content and pretending like it's your own. There's an integrity thing to that, right? Because let's say you're talking about something and somebody else elsewhere is talking about the same thing and you have no idea. I mean, that's just the way it's going to go. But it's an authenticity, integrity thing. When you go and you listen to a show or you, you know, read somebody's Instagram post or whatever, and you just straight up take it and, and don't even reference like, Hey, I got this from this person, or I was reading this, watching this, looking at this, whatever. And this inspired me in this direction. I was thinking this, right? Like it's, it's the authenticity piece. And that is why things don't land. I uh, see a lot of people with great content, great offers, or it looks that way on the surface. And like, why isn't it growing? And you know why? Because they're pretending to be someone they're not. The, the way they're showing up is not fully authentic to them. They are adjusting their personality because they think people will like them better that way. Or a lot of their content isn't fully like their own. It's, it's the frequency underneath it. And so is everything that you're putting out there and creating your, your truest authentic frequency? What are you doing because you think you should do it versus it's in alignment and you desire to do it? But this is a big thing with things not landing. And it's a conversation I have quite a bit where I'll have people be like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And it's like, look, you're doing everything great on paper. But when I look at this, I can tell something like it's not you. That's not really how you talk. That's not really how you explain things. This idea is, I mean, it's good, but it's blah. It's bland because it's clearly not yours. And here's the thing. What's original for you, what's authentic for you when you're just being yourself and sharing it from that space rather than, oh, I should do this or I think that's going to work. Like when you're authentic, that is where you are magnetic. And we can get in a lot of routines unintentionally of, oh, I should do this. And that's where things get really dicey with entrepreneurship of, you know, we have these templates that can, that can really work for people. And for a long time, that really did work. And I just feel that for everybody, as your frequency is shifting and as the frequency of the planet is shifting, a lot of these templates just aren't going to work anymore. And where you're really going to find your flow in business is by doing it your way. And so we can take inspiration from other people and learn from different people. I think it's so helpful to learn from different people's processes and what's worked for them and what's authentic for them. But then tune into, you know, what are bits and pieces that maybe feel good for me and I want to implement? And what do I want to create for myself? Or where can I really think outside the box or just lean into what feels natural and and really good for me? No matter how old I get, when summer rolls around, especially here in sunny San Diego, I really just crave some fruit punch. Am I the only person? I don't think I am. And I definitely would never put Kool-Aid in my body. I don't even know what that powder was made out of. But thankfully, Organifi Red Juice exists. It tastes so good. I actually can't get over it. 
and it's filled with superfoods and designed to give you an instant energy boost, no caffeine necessary, and just one gram of naturally occurring sugar. All you do is put a scoop in plain water and mix it up and you're good to go. No blender needed. Just mix it with a straw or a spoon. I love to take this in the afternoon or before a workout to just give me that natural energy boost. And some of the main ingredients are beets, which are great for improving blood flow, supporting healthy blood pressure levels, and improving exercise performance. There's also acai, which has 10 times the antioxidants of most fruits. Cordyceps, a medicinal mushroom known for its incredibly strong adaptogenic qualities and its natural energy boosting properties and Siberian ginseng, an adaptogen that is known to support hormone balance and increase mental alertness and acuity. I actually can't wrap my brain around how it tastes so good. It tastes like a superfood berry punch, 100% USDA certified organic, jam-packed with superfoods and health benefits and legit the best drink for summer. So if you want to try out Organifi Red Juice, Green Juice, Gold, Harmony, any of their incredible products that I live, breathe, bleed. Just go to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off your order. You really can't go wrong, so stock that card up. And definitely tag me on Instagram next time you are drinking your red juice. Here's what I know about myself and my business. And it's all been trial and error, right? For me, what consistently works is marching to the beat of my own drum, (laughs) doing it my way, following my intuition. And every time I don't do that and I do more of like what feels more strategic because I know that and my business mind is so strong. Like I, I really can think that way. I'm really good at it. And I have to pay attention to that because that mind is very strong. When I go in that direction, it doesn't work out. Every time I do the thing that doesn't make sense, that's just me being me and feels really good for me, things work. And this is going to be true for a lot of people. You know, the way that my guides were explaining this to me was, was, I was just telling some of my friends about this. So if you're listening to this, you're going to hear this story twice. But it really, really resonated. I have this iPad that was the first iPad ever released. My dad, my dad got it and then he gave it to me. It's literally the first iPad ever released. And I've had it for a while and I didn't use it for a while. And then I think a year ago or so, I, you know, charged it back up and I was like, oh, I'm going to start watching movies on this. This happened when I got my whole bathtub set up. Because if you don't have a nice bathtub set up, you're really missing out. And I, you know, I got my whole tray and I'm like, I could just chill and watch a rom-com with some tea in my bathtub and a bath bomb. Anyway, so I get my iPad and I'm trying to download all my different apps to watch movies. And I download them and then I go to open them and they all say that the iPad is incompatible with the applications and the iPad is incompatible with a software upgrade. Like I cannot software upgrade. I had to get a new iPad. And I was like, well, this is annoying. I can download the app, but it will not open. It will not work because the iPad straight up just, it can't, it can't do this. And there's no option for a software upgrade. Like the software upgrade is not an option with this version of the iPad. So I got a new iPad. 
<laughs> where am I going with this? Where I'm going with this is I feel like trying to run my business the way I tried to, you know, four or five years ago, if I think about it strategically, is like me trying to watch a movie on Netflix on my old iPad. Non-resonance doesn't work. Literally will not work. Like literally will not work. It's like trying to run a PC specific application on a Mac. It just simply will not work. It's incompatible. And so the more we're raising our vibration, a lot of these old templates that used to work and we're seeing this with the physical body as well. It's just, it's just not going to work anymore. And I'm seeing this create a lot of frustration and chaos for people who are not willing to shift and be dynamic because we can get so in this trap of, well, it worked before. And I'm just going to lean back into what worked before. Well, you know what, what got you here will not get you there. And things are changing. Energy is shifting and you got to upgrade. You got to shift. That's part of being an entrepreneur. Experiment, do things differently, keep innovating. And what's going on for a lot of people is they're trying to find the new structure, the new strategy that's going to work. And really the issue is the energetics. Really the issue is where all of the holes in the business where you have energetic micro leaks, where all of the holes in the business where you're not being authentic, where you are not following your intuition, where you are coming from a place, making decisions from a place, creating from a place of fear or scarcity. What would it look like to collaborate, to celebrate rather than compete? Noticing where you are in competitive energy, competition energy. And you know what? This is not even just about where you're in that kind of energy within your business. This is also about where are you in that energy in your life? Like if you are still competing against friends, right? (laughs) Colleagues, family, like where do you still have that competition energy of there's not enough to go around? Where are you still holding resentment? Where are you still judging other people, right? Noticing where you are judging other people or making assumptions about them. If there is something that is not selling or not working, really going back to the energetic roots, what is the energy of, of the team supporting this or working on this, right? How do people feel about it? If people hate what they're working on, it's just not gonna, it's just not gonna move forward. Why did we make this to begin with, right? What, what was the energy underneath it? Was it coming from a place of wanting to outdo somebody or was it coming from a place of competition, from greed, from fear? If we don't have this, what's gonna happen? Or is it coming from a place of abundance? Was it coming from a place of service? Was it coming from a place of collaboration? Was it coming from a place of inspiration and desire and excitement? That's all going to shift the outcome within the business. And I think it is a process of really realizing all of the places we're in this programming of, I should do this because I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't. And I know for me, that's been a huge one that's been really coming up in the last few weeks. And I'm like, as I'm really going into that, I'm realizing these little micro leaks of, holy shit, like if I, like things that are just so automatic, I don't even think about why I do that. And I'm like, wait, am I doing that just because of I'm afraid of what happens if I don't? So that's been a huge one for me and has illuminated a lot of those energetic micro leaks for me. And that's something I'm definitely looking into. And I feel for a lot of us entrepreneurs, it's very relevant because so much of it is just automatic or this is the way it's done, right? This is just the way it's done. And how much of that is I'm afraid of what's going to happen if I don't do it this way? How much of it is I'm clinging to what I've been told works or what I've seen worked for somebody else or what worked for me before. And you know what that's like when we're holding on to that? It is like when somebody's in a relationship that is just clearly not working and they keep trying to make it work or it's a relationship where they know it's like I'm always 
going to be in a good relationship, but what I really want is extraordinary. It's settling energy. It's scarcity energy. It's I'm holding on to this because I'm afraid I'll be alone if I release this. And we do that within our business as well, right? What are we holding on to because we're afraid of releasing it? I've made so many big releases in the last year in all parts of my life. And with every shift in business, it's like, I know that I think a lot of people think I just release things and make changes and I don't give a shit. I'm definitely a lot more confident with those releases now because I see it work out, but that doesn't mean I don't feel stuff come up. But like, I feel it. I go into it. I have to feel all my emotions and I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm releasing all of my money makers. Right. And so my ego, I'm just like giving it space. It's fine. I can just like give the fear space, but I don't have to choose from that energy because I can, at the same time, I can feel that fear. I can recognize where that's coming up. And at the same time, tune into my higher self and be like, but it's not a vibrational match anymore. And you're creating space. And on the other side of that, something even better is going to come in. And so I can, I can recognize both of those things. And then I get to decide what am I going to choose from? Because that is what matters. And every single time on the other side of it, like you release, there's an awkward recalibration period and you're like, what did I just do? But it's going to be fine. And then what do you know? Something bigger and better and more aligned drops in. And so we often hold on to, I mean, this could be employees. This could be parts of the business. This could be products. This could be offers, whatever it is. What are we still holding on to that is actually draining our energy or that's not in alignment with where we really want to go, where are we holding on to it and actually settling <laughs> and where are we not willing to let go because we're afraid that something better isn't going to come in? Where are we still living in the belief that we don't have enough time? You know, this is one of the, the biggest places I think we, we tend to get caught in scarcity energy and our relationship with time will really, really affect what's happening with money because it's all abundance versus scarcity, right? And so when we are operating from the energy of, I don't have enough time. There's not enough time. Well, we're operating from the energy of there's not enough. There's not enough. And so then what do you think we attract in from that space? And so, you know, just having that awareness and starting to rewire that around, like there's more than enough time for everything that needs to get done. And so if I'm feeling like there's not enough time, I'm probably adding extra things to my plate that doesn't need to be there. And a lot of this overfilling our schedules and being busy is all just different versions of scarcity mindset or fear. Where are we addicted to busyness, addicted to showing off how hard we are hustling? It's interesting because like, this is interesting (laughs) how so often when we feel the need to add more and more and more, that can actually be coming from a place of scarcity. Like this isn't working. So I'm going to add in more things versus this isn't working. So what's out of alignment here? And what's the energy from which I'm choosing and seeing everything? Noticing where you're getting jealous of other people. And so noticing where you are maybe seeing somebody else's content or you're getting triggered by somebody else talking about how much money they make or whatever it is. And where are you feeling jealous or having these you know, comments come up in your head, judging them? Well, they didn't, you know, and even where people are judging people for if how hard they worked for something like all of that is where we're still in scarcity mindset. The jealousy is a huge piece because you either can get jealous about it or be like, holy shit, that is so expansive. I want some of that energy and say, universe, I'm ordering some of that for me. Thank you. Right. And that's what's so beautiful is having people around us to inspire us and and to expand us and for us to actually like ride that frequency wave that, that they're riding as well. 
And that's where it's like super helpful to reframe some things. So we're getting out of that frequency of jealousy. Like if you're feeling jealous, that's where we're in scarcity mindset. And just like overall, where are we holding back? Holding back from sharing information, sharing referrals, uh, sharing support, sharing compliments. What would it look like for you to give more of what you want to receive? And noticing that when you put that energy out there, it's it's. I don't know. It's funny. It's like, instead of viewing it as, oh, I am sharing this with this person. It's like, yes. And I'm just spreading the energy that I want to receive back and living in the frequency that I want more of in my life. And it's really about, hey, universe, this is the frequency that I'm anchoring into now. And there's actually the other side of that as well, where we are oversharing or overgiving or overdoing from a place of fear, from a place of scarcity, right? And so why are we overdoing, overworking, oversharing, whatever it is, asking why. And often there's a fear underneath it because I'm afraid that it won't be enough if I don't do that. I'm afraid that I won't have enough or there won't be enough or I'm not doing enough. And so this is another sneaky place scarcity mindset comes up a lot in businesses where we're making decisions because we are afraid we're not doing enough. What we're vibrating at underneath that is either I'm not enough or the business is not enough. And this is also where we're reconnecting with our relationship with our business, which I talk about all the time. I highly recommend if you are an entrepreneur, get my business energetics masterclass. It's on my website, christinathechannel.com slash courses. Because here's the thing, like your business is your committed relationship. It is like a marriage with somebody. We need to make sure that we are in a good relationship with our business and really collaborating with the business, working with the consciousness of the business, And if you are consistently sending signals to the business, like you're not enough, you're not doing enough, I'm disappointed in you. I mean, I'm not surprised if it's if it's not working with you or for you. And I would refer back to my podcast a while back, how entrepreneurship turned you into your parents, because it will blow your mind and it's super important here. And this is all connected to scarcity. If you want to boost in your business, try this out. (laughs) You can make an investment in yourself or in the business saying, I'm choosing you and I'm putting energy into you and making this investment, knowing it's coming back to me tenfold because money is just a physical manifestation of energy. And I know that, you know, you're responsible with this money and you're going to, you know, show up and shift vibrationally in response to this energetic exchange, putting that money out into another business that you really want to support, right? So if I see somebody doing incredible work, can I invest in them? Can I be a client or a customer? I want to put energy in that direction, right? And that's only going to send more of the energy back my way. Noticing where you are judging people's prices or offers because there's something underneath there for you as well in terms of scarcity. But the other thing you can do to shift some energy, just give a little vibrational boost, is send positive energy, abundant energy in people's direction in any way. So this could be you know, giving somebody a compliment. This could be giving somebody a shout out. Maybe go on social media and give a company a shout out that you love. Maybe there's a product you've been loving or I don't know, uh, somebody you've been working with who's been really helping you. Share the podcast you're listening to. Leave some comments on people's posts who have really helped you and really be intentional with this. Like every time I press subscribe on YouTube, every time I press subscribe, or I think it's a plus button now on podcasts, it's like, this is me saying, yes, thank you. Like, thank you. I'm sending love and energy and support in this person's direction. I really want them to receive that. And doing that from a place of, I just genuinely want to show support and love versus I'm wanting to get something out of this. Pay it forward. 
pay for someone's lunch. Just thinking, how can I show abundance, love, support, put that energy out there in the world? And it's really just a vibrational message and supporting me and feeling that abundant, appreciative energy that allows me to receive more of that back. Authenticity. Authenticity. <laughs> Leading with abundance and what would you choose or how would you show up if you knew there was more than enough for everyone? And the more that you support others, you actually receive more of that yourself. I'm just going to see if there's anything the guides want to say to wrap this up. <sighs> okay, they're saying you cannot build a fruitful business based on the vibration of fear, based on the vibration of lack. Stay in the energy of abundance, of joy, of awe, of inspiration, of creativity, and commit to expansion, welcoming in more energies that support you in your expansion. And when you choose the path of expansion, when you choose the frequency of expansion and abundance, you naturally radiate more of that energy out into the world. And so it doesn't have to be a conscious choice that feels non-resonant with who you are. It is naturally the action that follows from alignment with your vibration. And so when you do the underlying energetic work to shift your frequency and start to undo any energy knots that are connected to scarcity, or fear as those energies unravel and dissipate and leave the system and you naturally realign with your natural frequency of abundance, of joy, and of love, you will find that actions in alignment with that vibration naturally follow. And so the question is not what do I need to do, which is what so many of you are anchored into. And that question in itself, what do I need to do, is so often rooted in scarcity or fear itself because you're looking to do something to control the situation and the control is coming from a place of fear or scarcity or worry. The question is, in fact, who do I get to be? How do I get to show up? How do I choose to show up when I'm anchored into love, when I'm anchored into joy, when I'm anchored into abundance? And so it is not what you choose to do, but the frequency that you choose from. And there does not necessarily need to be an action that follows from that. Although if an action is in alignment, it will naturally come forward and you will know what to do there. But the key to focus on is how you are truly showing up and making the decision every day to choose abundance, to choose love, to choose support, to choose collaboration. And when you do this, your reality naturally recalibrates to these frequencies and you attract more of this into your lifetime. And so notice where you are holding on too tightly out of a place of fear and instead choose love for yourself, choose love for your business, choose love for those who you wish to serve and anchor into your why, your intention and how you are looking to create a positive shift in this world, how what you are doing is supporting you and being the highest frequency, most loving version of yourself. Because when you reconnect to that why, when you reconnect to the foundational frequency that is love, that is peace, that is abundance, that is spreading more love. You dissolve much of the heaviness underneath the decision and all of the overthinking because you are not choosing from the place of the mind, of the ego, 
of fear, but rather that of the soul, which is peaceful, which is loving, which is clear in its knowing of what is in highest alignment, of what naturally follows from love and support and collaboration. And recognize that choosing abundance inherently is choosing all. And anywhere that you think you must choose one or the other, anywhere where you think you must choose one person's success or happiness over the other is still where there is scarcity energy underneath the thought process. Recognize that supporting another's success is also supporting the success of your own. And recognize that the programming of jealousy of competition is where you are choosing to stay aligned with the lower frequencies and where abundance will be most easily accessed and anchored in as the vibrational norm will be when you all together choose abundance for everybody and choose that you are no longer operating within the program of competition, of jealousy that was meant to keep you in the frequency of scarcity, in the frequency of fear, in the frequency of lack, in the belief there is not enough to go around, thus creating more of the same. And together you can all choose to override the program, move beyond the conditioning and watch as that transforms the experience of all. But recognize where scarcity mindset is a distraction, is something you are addicted to because it is connected to the addiction to the glorification of the struggle. And if there was not a struggle, if there was flow, if there was alignment, what bit of that scares you? Would you still believe it's worth it? How would you feel? Noticing where you are afraid of the empty space, the open space, where you are afraid of judgment of others if things come to you easily and effortlessly. And so notice where you are choosing scarcity, choosing fear, choosing jealousy, choosing competition from a place of self-judgment, from a place of worrying what other people think about you and recognize where this is also where you choose to stay in the energy of resistance and make things much harder than they need to be. With every expression of love, of support, of collaboration, of celebration, you are planting a seed of success for all. And the more you start to unravel where you are still living in scarcity or fear for yourself and start to choose to live from love and abundance, you are the living embodiment of a more natural way of being. And this unlocks this frequency, this knowing, this new example for all those who come in contact with your energetic field. And that is a beautiful gift to all. All right. I'll have to listen back to that. I like that. I hope that was helpful. <laughs> so if you want to uh, spread a little good energy and you enjoyed this episode, if it helped you, share the podcast to social, tag me, tag at Christina the Channel Podcast. It's a lovely little energy exchange and I'm so grateful for it and set your intention right set your intention just saying I am putting out this loving supportive abundant energy into the world thank you universe for delivering this message to me today so I always appreciate that I appreciate you so much for tuning in as always listening sharing your energy with me so grateful for you truly truly mean that and that's going to be it for this episode. So I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.